Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Jordana Abraham, Sammy Sage, and me, Aileen Drexler. We talk about it all, from the latest celeb drama to the best movies and TV shows out now. We share all of our thoughts, even the unpopular ones. Welcome to our pop culture group chat. Hello, and welcome back to the At Betches podcast. I'm Jordana. I'm Sammy, and Aileen is out today. We have so many things to discuss this week. First, I just want to say, for anyone who follows me on Instagram. Thank you so much for all of your really, really, really kind messages and comments. For those of you who don't follow me, my dad passed away this past weekend. And yeah, it's been a tough experience, of course. But um, thank you guys for for all of your kindness in that. And, um, you know, I'm happy to be here today with you talking about some light fare and sad that we don't have Aileen with us. Yeah, I'm. I I hope you're doing okay. It seems like you're you're doing okay enough to 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 be here today. We appreciate that. The um, me and I'm sure the whole audience. So um, hopefully this is a good a good distraction for you for today. Yeah, I am all about the distractions, and you know, just one rolling into the next. This exactly. is a good one. You're going to see Taylor again, right? Yes, seeing Taylor on Monday. I am so excited to go to LA. Liza and I are going together. Yeah, if you're there, say hi to us. When's the show? Monday night is the show. Oh, wow. So if you're there, say hi to us. If you're there, are there aren't there going to be like a million people there? How many people there? Yeah, but like, I, I don't know how many people are there. But if you, you see Sammy. I've seen, I ran into people last time. Like they were, they were both Betches fans and related to Avi in some way. Or like distantly. So oh, wow. know, it's just very, we run into world. cousins everywhere, as you know. <laughs> I run into siblings everywhere, so I get it. Yeah. Big families. I mean, it happens. You know, we're both doing our favorite pastimes again next week. You are um, going to see Taylor Swift. I am moving again. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited yes. for you to move into your house. I know. You and won't be able to greet you. You'll be gone. You're not going to be able to greet me. I know, but I'll be back. And then we're going to Greenport. Yeah, together two days later. Exactly. So. I'm moving in and then I'm leaving right away. When do you get back? I get back on Wednesday. Oh, so, so you can come over and uh, give me a cup of sugar. Yeah, Thursday. right. If you're do not you in need... the city recording this podcast. No, no, no. I won't be in the city recording this podcast. I'm going to come over and I'm going to like, I'm very excited to see the house. Like, you know, I've been like raring to go. I'm excited for you to see the house. I know you're, you're very passionate about real estate. You've been sending me links to homes for a year now. Yeah. No, I love I love a Zillow search. I'm so excited for you to be around because now like we can do casual walks. I know you're very into walking as I hear. Oh yeah. On you up. Very obsessive about the walking. I've been I've been itching for, for, for walks. But now that I'm living I'm with my in-laws for the week, I've been walking on the boardwalk and that's been a very pleasant walk. It's nice to look at the water. You know, I was telling my mom the other day, because I grew up on Long Beach, like on that boardwalk. Oh, right. Yeah. So I was telling my mom how you want to destroy it. And <laughs> she was like, she was like, that's the whole point. These businesses have been there for 65 years. Sammy, I'm like, they're not well, businesses. I will send you videos. They are like dilapidated crack houses. Every single place? On, okay. It's like, I, it's funny. I sent a video to Jared the other day. It is like prime oceanfront real estate like you look like these places directly on i know the water. i lived there i literally and lived there i feel there must be some sort of law that prohibits people from renovating or doing something because otherwise i can't be the first person to think about this jordana you gotta get on the city council and you <laughs> I, don't even, I don't live there they're not, and you're moving out in a week well i will just say it's beautiful though it's beautiful and i, I do like the mom and bobbiness of it but <laughs> clearly not that much but there's no these are it's not it'd be one thing if it was like these are these are places that have charm to them and like these are just like abandoned 
dilapidated buildings that just need to be they just need to be knocked down. No one's living there. I don't feel bad. Okay, I mean, I'm sure there are some places that could use a little sprucing up. But, you know, the whole boardwalk? I'll I'll send you a video. Jordana, I think also you think that it's more prime real estate, but I have a feeling that it's potentially going to be uninsurable in the next decade because of the big CC. It is far enough. There is like a boardwalk between the buildings and the ocean. That's not far. That's already been destroyed, like in the past. Perhaps. I'm pretty sure. Like when when I lived there... When, as a baby, my I remember there was like a huge, huge thing, and it like fucked you remember up the as a baby. No, my, I remember that my mom <laughs> told me that. Oh, okay, yeah, when from when I was a baby. But no, it's you know I don't know. You're kind of like the Monopoly man. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean that's <laughs> if, if only I were that rich. I'm one, gonna get one you a day. monocle. Yeah, I need like I think you need like fifty million to like 200 i think you need like 200 million dollars i think you need like at least 200 to start you might need a billion dollars i think you need on the closer to a billion end fine to to do the whole for for, to do it right (laughs) to 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 make it uh to to get more starbucks in there (laughs) i don't think you need they do they have no starbucks i mean they have good places minnesota they do they have a starbucks next to the train station right so what's the problem maybe they need like one of Jared's coffee places, like a Birch or the Elk. Yeah, I I've mean, got, I've got, a, I've got a vision. Vibe. I think they. Do you go to Gino's Pizza there? It's so fucking good. No. Oh, you I gotta don't. go. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Sorry, this is a, a little niche for the audience. Well, but we you can know, get some into... people I'm sure are are from there. But if you're not, anyway, should we talk about pop culture? Pop culture. Yeah. It seems that there have been several notable deaths this week, in addition to the one that I am dealing with yeah so euphoria star angus cloud passed away at 25 the cause of death is unknown but the articles it was implied that it was a suicide was it not i well the article said that he lost his struggle with mental health which i think tends to imply that and people and it also had said that he um had struggled with the death of his father who had died last week um, and they were super close. And then, but then there were also reports that his mother reported a possible overdose when she called 911. So it's unclear exactly. Well, both of those things know. can be, be true. true. Yeah. I mean, it's just really, really sad. I think regardless of, I'm not really that interested, to be honest, in the specifics. I think that it's all kind right. of encapsulated in this very sad story of you know of just someone who is really going through a lot of things and it's very sad so R.E.P. Angus he was just a really he was a lovely lovely part of Euphoria I would say he was actually my favorite part of Euphoria yeah I agree I think he was like an integral part of it I don't know what the show is going to do without him I wonder if they'll come back because of they're on hiatus, right? Because of the strike. Well, they were already on hiatus, but I think that now it, that just delays this even right. more. I mean, it's possible that like it might take so long that it like fizzles out. But you okay. know, Sam Levinson could easily get fully canceled in that time. We shall see. I'll say that. I guess we shall yeah. see. I saw there was like people were like freaking out on Zendaya's Instagram because she didn't post something like immediately or something. She posted something like two days later. And I, I didn't even realize this until I read her caption on the one she did post, which she was like, everyone grieves like in their differently, like, please, like, ha- allow some grace. But then so then that made me look at the actual comments on like the post before that. And I've never seen so many people freaking out. Like what? That, that she, she didn't, didn't post, post like just... immediately. It was like, honestly, that's like really fucked up. I agree. It's like if you're in the real world, like that's not like most people who have a meaningful situation are like taking time in in reality to absorb and think about it yeah honestly like having just done this type of post i will say that like it was a little bit more for like the announcement of it right like because people are kind of like talking to you as if things are normal right like and it's like you don't want you don't want to be like texting everyone you 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 know that or even having to tell everyone i see that right but zendaya doesn't need to make an announcement right like, she's not announcing this. So it's like, why does she need to put her memorial post up right away? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It seems crazy. The internet seems like, just like in totally insane. Like, 
it's also weird that the, where's your memorial right, it's post? weird that that's what they're focusing on like it's not incredibly you know what I mean? weird you, i would think it'd be like i'm so sorry that you lost your co-star not like where are your words of kindness bitch right. literally it's not it's not like it was three months later it's like the next day or something right that's bizarre i mean that is just really bizarre and if anything that Tells me that I should ignore more things I see on the internet. Yeah. Ignore the opinions of the masses online. That's crazy, actually. Like, I can't really get over that. But anyway. Anyway, then we also had Pee Wee Herman. Is it, how do you pronounce his last name? Paul Rubens? Rubens. I assume. I didn't even know that was his real name. You thought his parents named him Pee Wee? I didn't know what his real name was. I don't even really know. Okay, this is going to sound crazy. Maybe. I don't even really know who Pee Wee Herman is. You've never seen the movie? What movie? Like the Pee Wee Herman movie. Is it called? I think it's called Pee Wee Herman. No. Oh my God, such a classic. I know you are, but what am I? Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure. Okay, never seen it. Literally, I just know him as like a household name, but I don't know who or what he is. Now, this is sounding so obnoxious because he just passed away. I mean, that's okay. You don't know who he is. That's fine. But no, I was never, I did not, I don't really know much about Pee Wee Herman canon, if you will. But I see that people reacted to it and that they were sad and my heart goes out to them. Yeah. He was just kind of like a wacky guy. Like a comedian? He was a comedian, but it was like very like specific kind of comedy that was kind of just like weird. Like he would, the movie is just like weird. It's just like a weird I feel like the 90s may have had maybe more of those where you're just like the guy just he's like a man in a suit on a bicycle who's like he has a big like just and his uh, misadventures. It was just like just kind of a okay. weird. I don't know if you'd be into it, but there's it's like it as a kid, like I don't think you'd be. It's the kind of thing where if you saw it when you were a kid, it would probably be really funny. And then now you look back and you're like, I don't know if that humor fully resonates with me anymore. Sorry to Pee Wee. Didn't Pee Wee Herman yeah. have. Like he had charges against him for, I think it was like he pled to a lower. Yeah. Well, it says in 2002, yeah, can... he, after turning himself into the Hollywood division of the Los Angeles Police Department, he was charged with misdemeanor possession of obscene material improperly depicting a child under the age of 18 in sexual conduct. And he was a self-proclaimed collector of erotica. He disagreed with the city's classification of pornography and his child pornography charges were dropped in 2004 after he agreed to plead guilty to a lesser misdemeanor obscenity charge. So there's a little well, I'll say I'll know. say what I read about this okay. is that he had like this huge magazine collection. And within that, mm-hmm. there were like representations. I'm not sure if it was actual photographs of like children, but it was like artistic depictions that of erotica that involved right. underage people. And... I think that that was why he like pled lower and then it wasn't like, oh, he was like collecting this. It was sort of like among his collection and it wasn't like, right. I guess that was trafficking in child images. It seems to be what he's saying. And it was dropped, I guess, the charges. So some sort of court agreed to an extent with that statement. But again, I'm I'm not surprised he has this like weird collection of something, magazines or something. He just, he (laughs) definitely, if you see the movie, you could tell he's like a, he's like a very strange man yeah definitely sounds like a very strange man (laughs) so listen we all know that scratchy pjs can make a very cranky kid so i always reach for little sleepies little sleepies makes award-winning bamboo pjs that moms rave about i love little sleepies they are so soft and they also stretch out a lot so your kid can fit into one size over a longer period of time. There's nothing more annoying than buying one size and then they grow out of it within one month. The prints are just like so cute, but really it is just so soft. The bamboo, like I want my own. Little Sleepy Zip Romper Pajamas, aka Zippies, were designed with thoughtful details like fold over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make middle of the night diaper changes easier. Made from their buttery soft custom milled Luna Lux Bamboo Viscose, their zip footy pajamas are gentle and sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. Try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you will never go back. 
You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com. Promo code BETCHES. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If I had an extra hour in my day, I would definitely be napping more. I would watch more of my favorite shows. And most importantly, I would connect more with my loved ones. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time, but the question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Personally, I've been to therapy for many years now, and nothing has helped me more than therapy in figuring out what are the priorities in my life, what are the things that I need to do to strengthen my relationships, to make the most of my day, and to make the most of my mental health. So I can't recommend therapy enough. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. Did you listen to last week's episode? Do you have a rebuttal on the Barbie movie or our version of it? I have, yes. Well, not a rebuttal because like I feel that you were empathetic to our choice to move, frankly. Even on You Up, you both were pretty like understanding. I think, I don't think you like... Maybe you wouldn't have moved, but yeah, I understand why one would move. I've thought I thought about it, which is why I'm empathetic to it. Right. I do just want to add one more piece of evidence. But do do you agree that you and you and Eileen both say it was the other one? Oh well, I think that it, yeah, I don't think it was only because of her. I think she like enforced my belief that we should move. You both confirmed each other's pre-existing feelings of yeah. wanting to move. One thing I didn't agree with Jared about was that like, I didn't really feel guilty that I felt this way. Like, no, I, cause, okay, I'll add in my next piece of evidence. You guys, cause I was sitting closest That's to true. this And incident. then when you left, I was sitting closest. I heard, <laughs> right, cause there was no one in between. <laughs> so, so one thing is that he was sitting, one way in which he was sitting, his legs were up and on the like recliner chair. So like, I couldn't tell if there was something like under him, that was number one. Then the mother, when the mother asked him to move, he said no, but after that, the mother and I had like a quick interaction where I said to her, does he maybe have some sort of like issue or like a disability? I was sure. trying, you know, yeah. like some sort of reason that might, imp- that might explain this. How would that's she know? Not just because you can tell when someone interacts with you, like not always immediately. I think, okay, but like, was there anything obvious okay. that in the way he spoke back to her or something like that? And she was like, no, I don't think so. So that to me made me feel like, okay, maybe he's like, let's say there was someone like, like if it were my brother, my brother wouldn't have been at the movies alone. But like, let's say he could have been. Sure. He could have been that type of person who like maybe would have been weird in that situation. So I was trying to see like, oh, maybe it's some sort of like personal, social disability, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But her saying to me, like, I don't like, no, that made me feel weirder about it. Right. So there was that. And yeah, so we were just like, let's go move elsewhere. Uh, yeah, I, I totally think understood. you should have come with me because I'm sorry that you missed the popcorn and the Diet Coke. But, you know, <laughs> I also just want to say I offered to give you more popcorn. You did. You than did. I'm you sorry. I, I threw you under and the you bus. You turned me down. I threw you under the bus. You were like, OK, thank you. You were like, no, I'm good. So thank you, you know, for setting the record straight. You're welcome. You're welcome. I do have other thoughts on um, the Ariana and Ethan Slater thing. Oh, you had your... I was a little confused by your diorama. My drawing? I guess Sorry. A, a diorama um, is like 3D, I guess, right? This yeah, was it was a not a diorama. This was a drawing. Yeah, this was a drawing. I often... So, okay. Well, first of all, the update on that is that Ariana is giving them time to... What does that even mean? ...work on their marriage. Like, meaning like, she doesn't give a fuck about him and he can go back to his stupid wife. <laughs> it means like she broke up saying. with him? Is that, is that what that means? That's what I think it means. Okay. Or like... She's distancing herself. She wants to be excluded from this narrative. Meaning she no longer cares because she already got the married man and screwed it up. Right. To me, I don't. Yeah, yeah, I didn't really see this as like a lifelong situation. But there are also. Wasn't there other reports saying that they were separated when this happened? Is that true? Yes. But people there were reports of that. But I think that there were also reports that 
that was false. Okay. Yeah. It's messy. Yeah. I think that that was like some cover up that what's their names were doing. Her PR is doing. Because you have to realize like her PR is like a machine and Lily J's PR is like her calling page six. Yeah. It kind of just seems like Ariana just does whatever the fuck she wants. Sort of my my like feeling here. Yeah. I think the donut licking incident (laughs) is another um, like piece of evidence for that. But okay. Here's here's my thing because I felt that and this isn't wrong, but I want to add like an and. I felt that you guys gave Ariana a little bit too much space, like too much of a pass and like put all of the blame on him. And while it is like he definitely I think has like more blame in absolute amount, I feel like in certain situations there there actually is like a responsibility on the woman to just say no or not go after someone who you know totally. is Totally. I don't think she's blameless at all. But, okay, so I I basically was trying to, Aileen and I were discussing this at the Shiva, naturally. Um, and I, I was trying to say, like, I think that when you get to a certain point where it's, like, a best friend or someone with an obviously, like, higher amount of power, like Ariana Grande, that the blame becomes, like, almost becomes equal. Like, it's a betrayal on, like, mm. the fr- the person who is, like, friends, who holds the baby of these people, like, sh- it's her responsibility to just say, like, I know you're married. And, like, no. I think if you want to blow up your, mm. wa- your life, I can be here. But, like, saying no, I think – I know people say, like, don't blame the woman. It's, like, anti-feminist. But I actually think – taking away the woman's agency and her ability to like make a moral stand and say like, I will not do this mm-hmm. is more equalizing. Like I think that phrase kind of comes from a lot of the times when you see a woman villainizing the the woman that her husband cheated with and then staying with the husband. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. I think that there's right, like a, there's just a yeah. more, and which makes sense. There's more na- natural tendency on anyone who's cheated with. They have a more of a relationship with the person that cheated on them. They're more likely to, see them as a real person to give them forgiveness to to understand some sort of maybe POV on their end versus Ariana Grande, I would say less sympathetic in her eyes. So I think that that like anti-woman thing is from from when when you see people who are just like like intensely raging against the woman whilst while maybe staying with the man. So I came up with like this uh, pot chart spectrum where it's like if you take the total blame of the for the affair. And I think that like, let's say in a situation where like the man, let's say we're talking about hetero relationships because we're talking about these three. Mm -hmm. In a situation where like a man totally lies to a random woman, says he's single and, you know, misleads her completely. It's like no percent. I would say like the overall blame is like not really on the woman at all. It's like 100% on the man. Yeah. I mean, you you don't know. You can't be blamed for something you don't know. Right. Now, with every, like, successive, like, increase of knowing, the chart becomes more equal of the blame between the man and the woman. Yes. Like, where it's like, if you're in the same social circle, that's more blame than, like, if you just vaguely know that this man has a wife, but you are living in a different state and you have no idea, right. you know, who well, she is. Well, it's more like the, the again, like, the, the closer you are to the person, the more you, like, know and probably should or should if you're sort of mentally healthy feel a sense of compassion when you because you feel more for someone that you know you like they're right. not just like a, a a theory in your head or the person that your partner or your spouse is with like they're not like a caricature they're a real person to you right and also you probably have like gotten close to them but okay my point is that like I'm the way I've been thinking about it is like the the total blame for the the affair is split into like a pie. But I was realizing that Aileen sees it, or maybe you guys do, as like almost like they each have their own amount of blame independent of each other. Mm-hmm. Do you, does that make sense? Like we're, we're seeing like, it as, as picture one Picture mine thing. is like a pie chart okay. and, a, and Aileen's is like a bar chart. Like okay. where like Ariana's is lower than Ethan's. But I'm like our, in my pie, Ariana and Ethan are equal. Right. I think the idea of blaming him more in this scenario is just more because he owes her more. Right. Like yeah. he is her husband. And, you know, she he like theoretically, 
if we're not going to put the the onus on the person who is um in the relation like it's your job in your relationship to protect your relationship otherwise like there's a million people who would have sex with anyone's husband right so it's kind of like if we're gonna if we're gonna divide the blame it's almost like scarier to say that they're like somewhat equal like no because they're because otherwise you might be tempted to go to temptation all the time like it's your own job to protect your relationship yeah but it's also like incumbent on a person not to do something that they know is a betrayal like just because just because they like ariana and this what what's her name lily can't can't be legally bound in right. a marriage or let's take a worse example like let's take a best friendship sure like like not the like sandoval uh, not that not that because that was like i well, think we have more to learn let's, about that let's, instead of a pie chart Let's talk about blame on a one through 10 scale. That's what I'm saying. Like or 10, it's not. 10 is it's totally your fault. No one else's fault. Right. You are the complete. You're the, you're the, and let's say they have to add up to 10. That's even better. Okay. Right. That's okay. what I'm saying. Like they have to add up to 10. 10 pie. is the full blame, blameability, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So let's yes. do that here. So what would you give if, if it has to add up to 10? What would you give him versus what would you give her? In this case, I give them like maybe I would give him point one percent more because a one Ariana, through ten scale like i would give him a you would give him I a six her and a her 4.9 no like i would give like a 4.9 and a 5.1 oh, wow you really think they're that close because ariana grande knew that all she had to do was make herself willing and available but that's that she could screw over any woman that's not true not every man would sleep with with ariana grande Maybe, but she knew that he would. And she had, she knew what she was doing to this person whose baby she held. If you're not doing that, like, it's not like he went after Ariana Grande, like, non-consensually. Like, she has done this time and time again. That she is, she is like, has a pattern of this, of going after people who are not single. Right. But I think ultimately, are not single. Ultimately, though, I still think it's more his responsibility by, I would give it, I would give him a six and her a four. Personally, I I really think that like, look, I, I hear you, but I think because of her power, like the unevenness of the power and her knowledge of what she was doing to this woman and their baby, like she could just not go after him at all. You know, like, she could not. though on SpongeBob stage. But that's but it's not about like the irresistible. She should know. Like I am someone who has way more power to get him if I want him and I should not go go try to try to tempt right. him into this like to me it's like a woman has a responsibility maybe he, just maybe not he take a taken maybe but I don't but she should have said no okay you should have said no all right well, let's do some others home. though in the in the culpability scale let's do the scandal okay so what would you give them on the one to ten, ten scale at first I was giving them I was giving like Sandoval, let's say like a 5.5 and Markel a 4.5 because she was ingratiating herself with them on purpose. Okay. As it went on and like, I still am not sure where ultimately I'll land with this because I want to know more about the actual inner workings of Raquel and Tom's Mm -hmm. relationship. So I'm going to call it, let's say it's a 5.5 and a 4.5, but I am willing to learn more about what Sandoval told Raquel. So they could shift to a 6-4. Yeah, yeah, it could shift based on like what information he had been saying to her and what she like what he had told her about the okay. relationship with Ariana. Camilla Charles Diana. Um I give that like almost all Charles. That's like 9, it's like 10 to Charles. But don't you think Camilla knowing he also has a wife should have backed off also? I think that in their circles, that's what they did. Like for him not to have a mistress would have been unheard of, I think, in their circles. So it was sort of like this is convention. So Charles, like he chose, like he was like, I'm going to do it. I'm still going to give her a three. I'm going to say it's a seven three. Camilla? Yeah. I just feel like, you know, the woman's like pretty tortured. It's not like she's not like down for it. She seems really upset. She didn't seem to care that much. She could have been like. All right, like figure your shit yeah. out and then we'll date after. Holly points out that Camilla was married too and cheating. Also true. Mm, yeah. I think that that is a unique situation because of their conventions that like cheating is a given. 
Okay. What about Brandy from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and um, Sheena Shea and Eddie Cibrian? 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 Yeah. Yeah. At which point? Like after, like when he first started, whole, like when he was lying to her? What do you mean? Completely. The whole thing. Okay. But like what about, okay. In the beginning when he was lying to her, way less her responsibility. Mm. The longer she knew about it, increasingly more her fault. Okay. Like so as a increasingly, whole. At the end, I would give it a like a six, five, three, five. What the what? <laughs> 65 percent okay. him. Oh, thirty five percent. Oh, okay, sixty five percent. Got it. Okay, so a six, yeah. five, three, five. That makes sense. Okay. Do you, yeah, this you is a fun game. That? We should use this for future do this. future infidelities because I'm sure this isn't going to be the last one. Absolutely not. So yeah, we'll we'll keep going with our pie chart. Should we name the scale? Um. Pie chart of blame. It's a scale, though. We changed it. Scale of blame. Okay. Sorry. Of it doesn't matter how you visualize it. It's like the same thing. Fine. Okay. Who's to blame? Yes. Who's to blame? I like it. Who's to blame? Maybe you can find come up with a sound effect for that. Do you love making money, but also love spending money? Don't we all? Now you can make money while you spend it every time you shop with Ibotta. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, so you can make sure you're beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip. So you could buy that flight you've been eyeing, that game you've been dying to go to, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Other apps give you points that don't amount to much. With Ibotta, just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying Ibotta by using the code BETCHES when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code BETCHES. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Player App Store and use code BETCHES. I'm Betches co-founder Aileen, and as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket, jean jacket from Lee, and I got their button down. I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western, Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm going to wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, that's L-E-E dot com, that's L-E-E dot com, to shop spring looks now. Okay, so Taylor Swift, very generous these days. Yeah, publicly. she is, publicly, she is giving bonuses totaling over $55 million to every person who's been working on the Eras Tour. Um, she gave truck drivers $100,000 each wow. last weekend. I mean, look, here's the thing. Like, I think that's good. Like, this is a very profitable tour. She's made so much money Great from it. Great PR it's move for boosted her. boosted the economy, right? Great PR move. But also, like, if you're – I mean, look, you're getting – your bonus is probably taxed closer to 50%. So that sucks. But it doesn't well, she's giving really – bags of cash. Well, it's <laughs> – now <laughs> – I mean – I don't know. The IRS might be citing this podcast. Right. Um, but yeah, good for her. Good for her. I think it's great to see her rewarding her team for this because it's a fucking undertaking. Yeah. And they have to drive like the whole stage. There, I think there are two stages that they have. And like 
every other they switch like every other they do it in the rain i guess because you were at the one in the rain yeah but i think like they actually drive the stage to like the next place like they assemble and disassemble it it's a crazy fucking job so So, sammy i feel like you lucked out because now when you go to this concert everyone is going to feel like be feeling pretty good everyone's going to be like working on their a game because they're feeling well compensated I won't lie and say that I had thought of that already. <laughs> I was like, oh, everyone's going to be Great feeling good about their jobs. Right. And then if anyone's yeah, no. giving you an attitude, be like, did you not just get a bonus? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if I'm going to meet like her people or I'd be like interfacing with them. I think it's more like the SoFi people. I think it's more like the ushers, like everyone, right? Are the, I think the ushers are part of the stadium, not like oh, her management. Not, oh, I thought it was just like everyone who works at all in some way on the tour. My guess is that people who are in the stadiums are employed by the stadiums and that no I'm, that's like definitely the case. Mm-hmm. But I think she paid she paid this to the people who are like her dancers, her right. like riggers, the well, people who do her lighting, the caterers, like all the people who are going from place to place with her. And here's the thing also is those people are also probably reading the headlines saying that this tour is is taking in a billion dollars. And yeah. how great all the, the shows are. And she knows that they see that. And so I think this is a smart yeah. move on her behalf. Also, like, she, what, what, what does she not have that she, exactly, you know, what does she, that she gets, she needs more money to buy? Like, she's already right. doing very well. She will continue to do very well forever. And she's more than fine. But it is lovely to see that. I think that it, like, raises the bar for maybe, like, other situations. But also, like, so, Economists are no longer predicting a recession, even though they have been for the past like a year. And I feel like, I mean, the Federal Reserve put out us like a, it's th- it's this thing called a beige book, whatever they do, like reports on like the state of the economy in different regions. And they literally wrote in last month's beige book that the Eras tour was like lifting the economy, because every time someone goes, yeah. every time every city, it's like it's trickle like, down economics. <laughs> I don't think it's this is not trickle down economics. Is it? That's, is it not? No, no, no. This is like called this is like an economic boot. Like this is economic. If anything, I would say it's not because, that because aren't it's the tickets like, like so much money? That's why I would say just like that's not why that's not where I don't think that's where most of the money is coming from. I think most of the like I think the boost is because like people go to hotels, they go eat in places, they travel to places they wouldn't have traveled to. They're buying more clothing. You're getting food on the way there, on the way home. Like it's a. It's like extreme tourism boom Mm -hmm. in places that wouldn't have had it. Like who's when when was Philadelphia ever going to be like sold out in hotel occupancy? Taylor Taylor Swift for uh, secretary of the Treasury. Absolutely. Taylor Swift is raising the economy. I could see her running for president. I don't know if that would be. Look, I trust her with our nuclear weapons, but I don't really. She clearly is good at hiring people. Right. She knows how to run a business. Look, if anything, she should be the head of communications for right. for the president. Instead of people, you know, having campaign slogans, they'll release songs and just have little like messages in them about how they want free health care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Taylor did a song in a hospital. So it means that she believes in Medicare for all. Oh, wow. People, Holly says, fans are already making banners, T-Swift 2024. They're quoting Death by a Thousand Cuts and putting it on merch. Our songs, our films, United We Stand. Our country, guess it was a lawless land. Wow. People are really. I don't think Taylor wants never to be president. For this. I don't think it would be very fun. Imagine they're talking about like, you can't even fucking date someone. You know? She can't date anyone now. Being, yeah, she can barely. Yeah, exactly. Let's Let's talk about the Lizzo situation. Okay, so I will say I have read – so I read the um, first article about it from NBC News, which came out after the lawyers who were representing these three dancers who were suing Lizzo released it – released the lawsuit. Released the lawsuit. And there's a lot of different claims in here about the experience of working for Lizzo. And basically – Three of her former dancers are suing her for allegedly subjecting them to endure weight shaming, sexually denigrating behavior, and pressuring them to participate in disturbing sex shows, ultimately for for allegedly creating a hostile work environment. There are three women dancers, and basically they said that she pressured them into inappropriate activities that... 
they were afraid that they'd lose their jobs if they didn't oblige. One example was when they went, they were on tour with her in Amsterdam in February, and they went to this um this like sex club in the red light district called, I think it was like Banana Show. Basically what it was was like sex workers would put bananas in their vaginas and Lizzo was like encouraging her dancers to take a bite of the bananas. Okay. They also claim that she pressured one of the dancers into touching one of the naked performers' boobs. She deceived them into attending this show. She didn't tell them that's where they were that's where the event was so that it would be a sex show. And so they weren't able to say, like, we didn't want to go. There were also allegations of basically a lot of a lot of them sort of centered on Lizzo's dance captain, who they said subjected them to like religious manipulation because she would make, you know, kind of like religious comments and proselytize to them during auditions um, at one point, she made a comment to one of the dancers um, that the dancer says was a thinly veiled comment about her weight gain because she had said she didn't seem like she was like devoted to the job. One dancer said that they had to go through like a re-audition to be her dancers and that she they wouldn't let them go to the bathroom. So she had no choice but to, quote, soil herself on stage. And in another and one situation that I thought was pretty really damning for Lizzo herself was that she held this meeting where they were talking about people like recording a previous meeting and Lizzo kind of like was like they said she like cracked her knuckles and said that like anyone who talks is like going to be in big trouble and that they held this dancer after firing her because they thought she had a video recording on her phone okay and she had said she recorded the meeting because it like helped her remember like the dance steps or something oh it was like the meeting about the content not the meeting about yeah like being yelled at i think it was like kind of both okay like it well the the meeting she recorded was about the content then lizzo had another meeting about recording the meeting got it to link okay so it's weird you th it's funny to like i feel like the theme almost today is like people these things are businesses right like these these performers are their own business yeah with their own hr problems yeah, well, Lizzo's response. So she had an Instagram story response. It's been two days. She put it on um, the feed. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, she put it on. Sorry, it was on she her feed. on the feed this morning. Yes. Yeah. yeah, so she, it's not an apology. She doesn't, she basically calls the story sensationalized. Well, she denies a lot of the claims. Yeah, yeah. she denies a lot of the claims. She says that uh, they're from former employees who have already publicly admitted that they were told their behavior was inappropriate and unprofessional. She said, I know what it feels like to be body shamed on a daily basis and would absolutely never criticize or terminate an employee because of their weight, which that part I feel I'll, like I believe. I'll be honest. I would say that in the article, the flimsiest claim was the one about the weight. Right. I don't believe I, the weight one personally. I, I don't even think it was like a, like a lie. I think it's that this... The person, the dancer asserted that it was a thinly veiled comment right. about her weight because she said like her, she wasn't like in the game for like. But that was her interpretation. Right. right. That I thought was actually like the weakest claim. That seems to be the one that Lizzo's almost most upset about. She like directly. Well, because it undermines her, her whole her thing. Whole, yeah. The most. I think that basically the thing with the like sex show was. That one is the most like HR related. Like she shouldn't have brought mm -hmm. her team to a sex show and then like encouraged them to be too sex to be sexual in ways that they didn't want to. Right. Well, I guess what she addresses when she addresses that, she said, I'm very open with my sexuality and expressing myself, but I cannot accept or allow people to use that openness to make me out to be something I am not. I'm not real that's a little vague. I'm not really fully sure what that means. I think she's just kind of like, that's who I am. That's like my brand is like I'm kind of trying to do crazy sexual shit and maybe some people found that inappropriate i guess it's sort of right. what she's saying if i had to interpret it well my feeling is that like okay this is the kind of comment that you would never see from like men who go out to strip clubs with their work you know mm -hmm. like that's the kind of thing where it's like a man who's out in like sort of certain situations with their job you wouldn't have ever had a lawsuit about that. But that's like the kind of thing they were doing and being subjected to. Like in Mad Men, think about it. Like 
Harry, who was gay, right, like still had to do those things. Like now, he would could have sued for that, right? Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I guess we don't really we we don't know what's real, what's not real, what's exaggerated, what's I mean, kind of just get have the facts of the lawsuit. But I do think Lizzo does very important work. So I I really I like really her. Was, so I'm hoping I I feel like she'll be okay. I was. So it's so funny. I This was one of the most disappointing people. You know, I was really disappointed to to, to, to hear this, this about her. Yeah. And I love her music. And I love her whole but message. I, you said she's be same. And yeah. I, you know what you said? Like, oh, you think she'll be okay? My concern is that she won't because. I think a lot of people get past these things because they're like white men or they have money, like a lot of power and money and establishment. And I'm worried that because she is a black woman that she won't be given the benefit of the doubt as much, especially because her fans like her because of that message. So if they feel that there's a hypocrisy, I'm worried that they won't be so into forgiving well, what's her. what's the hypocrisy? Exactly. That, that like she, I mean, I... First of all, I think it's still early. I think we have to kind of learn more. But I do think it says something that like, for example, her director who was working on a documentary with her walked away after two weeks because she was like really difficult and calls her like narcissistic and all this stuff. And it's like. Right. But that, that, again, that's the kind of thing where I, I think if you heard that about a male, a man, you'd be like, yeah, they're running a fucking worldwide tour. Right. No, I and I think that I about her too, to that. an extent. Like, yeah, of course she's difficult to work with and thinks she's great. Like, that's her whole kind of message. Well, difficult to work with is different from like sexual harassment, right? You know, does she sound like a predator to me? No, not based on this. But look, I just want to wait to hear more. I do think it could have possibly been very damaging. I also think she could come back. I think it really remains to be seen. But I hope that if anything, she rectifies it. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BETCHES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y dot com. That's Newly with two U's. And enter the code Betches20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, and use code Betches20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG-13. What happened with Cardi B? So, you know how everyone's throwing stuff at performers? Do you know this? Is that like a trend? It's a trend. People are throwing things at musicians. Without their being into that. Obviously. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe they're throwing flowers at them. I don't no, know. No, no, no. They're throwing like... I don't go to many like, concerts. I don't know what the trends are. I mean, it's. I just read about it. That, that okay. it's like a thing. People are like throwing stuff at performers. So, Cardi B... Um, had a, a a fan splashed her with a drink. So she threw her microphone at a fan. Um, and Is it a fan if they're throwing their drink at you? Well, a, a concert goer. Okay. And then they filed a police report. And this was in Vegas. So TBD. But people really need to stop throwing things at the performers. It's weird how much... I don't think she would have thrown the microphone if... 
no one threw anything at her. I just think it's weird how much news there is this week around people's like with huge tours having either issues right. or, you know, non-issues yeah. if you're Taylor. Yeah. Well, there are a lot of tours going on because there's like this is post COVID. It's the summer. Yeah. Like this is when everyone's going. Beyonce's on her tour. I'm sad I didn't get to go to that. I haven't heard much about the Beyonce tour. In terms of like issues, I'm saying. No, I haven't heard any issues. Good for Beyonce. If anything, I've heard that Blue Ivy is killing it. I would have loved to go to the Beyonce tour, but, you know, didn't wasn't able to. Maybe in the future. Holly points out, this is a good one. Beyonce has, she has Lizzo's name in a song. And after this stuff came out, she took her name out. Oh, wow. Yeah. Beyonce, fickle friend. Well, it might have. It's in the oh, it's in the Break My Soul remix, is it? How do I? I that's that actually, seems a little fast. That song. I don't me. know. The, I don't know. Well, I imagine maybe people would have reacted a certain way if she didn't do it immediately. If, I don't know if she had her in there that day. Maybe look another thing. Maybe Beyonce has heard some things, and she feels confident enough to take it out. Me, yeah, that's another possibility. I don't. I think that's very quick. I haven't heard anyone defending Lizzo. I'll say that. Hmm. I don't know if that's a metric that I want to. But have you heard anyone piling on? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Who? Like people who are like, yeah, like former dancers or people who are like saying like I've I've seen, you know, mm-hmm. I've heard this or this was my experience or okay. they're not suing, but they're not like Right. This is impossible. You know, whose HR department would you want to be in least of the of, of a concert, the, the, con, the concert tours at the moment? Mm-hmm. Um. Well, prior to this, probably Maddie Healy, the 1975, because he like kisses his fans. Okay. <laughs> um. He's really fucked up. He he could do a Nazi salute at any moment. You never know. So probably him. Okay. Um. And then at this moment, Lizzo, Lizzo. But I'm trying to think, is there anyone like. The ones I would want to be most would be Harry Styles, Taylor Swift, yeah. and probably Beyonce. But I don't really know that much. Right. Oh, Holly says Ariana maybe least, but she's not on tour right now. Yeah, I feel like her her issues are not related to anyone she works with ever. It's always about the um. I guess Ethan Slater is someone she works with. No, oh, but oh, <laughs> it's more about her. Anyone she works with, right? It's more about like romantic issues. Yeah, I don't know yeah, if I want to be her publicist at the moment, but. No, I would definitely never want to be her publicist ever. I'm going to wait until he leans on to talk about and just like that, because I know you're not fully watching it. But I we had to say something about this jacket. Everyone's very worked up about Aiden's jacket in the most recent episode. Did you see the jacket? So I didn't see the jacket, but I have seen memes about the jacket, which to me tells me the jacket must have been so bad. But did you see like did you just like look no. at it? I didn't think the no, jacket I've, was I've, that I'm bad. I'm going to let my imagination to, to be, run wild. I, you know, I'm not like a fashionista. But I really didn't Indeed. think it was – I didn't think it was that bad. I didn't even notice it, to be honest. <laughs> I know. That was so funny because Aileen – we were in our hour, three of us chat, and Aileen mentioned the jacket, and I was like, even I know about this jacket. I'm going to send you the jacket. Just Google it. Is Just it Google as the nice jacket. as your something Navy Sherpa jacket? It's different. Definitely a different vibe. Okay. I just – oh, requires an explanation. See, I was – Okay, basically, okay. he looks like the Von Trapp family singers. He looks like he's actually Mr. Von Trapp. Do you think you would have noticed the jacket if if people didn't say anything? Um, I mean, it's not my favorite jacket, but I didn't think it was that weird. I don't think that I would have like thought that it would be the subject of memes to come forever. If I mean, it's just weirdly buttoned. He should have just not had it buttoned. Right. I mean, I'm not I really think. liking Aiden's whole vibe on just like that. I don't, why does his head look so s- square? He talks about like why lo- is his hair. He like talks that? about losing forty pounds on the show. He doesn't look like he lost. 40 uh, no, pounds. I mean on the episode, not like the actor, oh. the character oh. of Aiden. When was Aiden ever forty pounds heavier? I guess um, towards the end of the show. I don't know. I don't recall that at all. I thought he, he had lost exactly weight. The same. I time. thought he had lost weight. Between when she dated him before Big and then when she got back together with him, he had lost weight. He is being really annoying when they go back to Carrie's place seemingly to have sex after this dinner. He's like, oh, you still live here? I can't go back to that place. There's too many bad memories of like 
this is where we tried to expand the apartment and then you cheated on me and then you broke up with me. Like, if you still live here, I can't come up. I'm like, are you fucking joking? You have three kids. Like, let's move on. So do they end up together? Um, I don't know. I haven't watched this week's episode yet, but he's kind of annoying me already. Okay, we'll 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 discuss it in the future. Okay. No, I, you know, I do want to just update you. So I know you are, you have many questions about how Gloria Steinem ended up in and just like that. And I don't know for sure, but I will just bring in another topic that yesterday I was reading an article on The Cut called, what is this about the Montecito Mafia? Okay. And the, <laughs> you said it to me, it was article, funny article. Yes. The, the article is actually about Megan and Harry losing all their friends in Montecito, but it mentions who their friend group was in Montecito or is. And one of the people it mentions is Gloria Steinem. So in I'm addition thinking, to the Beckhams. In addition to the Beckhams and maybe Katy Perry and Orlando Bloomer in there at some point. Whatever. There's a bunch of people. Gloria Steinem's in there. And now I'm thinking, oh, maybe she's just hanging out with the wrong people. She's in the you wrong know, like, crowd. <laughs> yeah. Like maybe she needs to go back to her like feminist crowd and like I stop mean, hanging out around these people who. Feels like social climbing. Right, but yeah. like Gloria, you're way cooler. She's an than icon. That. You don't need to climb to them. They should be climbing to you. I just feel like agreeing to be in just like that, and then getting like agreeing to a scene where you're giving a speech on the show, and Carrie and it gets interrupted by Carrie's dick pic is just kind of like, is that what? What's going on here, Gloria Steinem? Gloria, let them climb to you. You are better than this. Yeah, or maybe you're not. I don't know. But I think that's it for this week, right? I think it is. Okay, this week we're gonna do we're gonna do the Caymans. Who do you want to send first? I want to do a reviewer. Okay, open mind. Liz Luna B writes, "I enjoy this show, but after at least six months of listening, I'm still confused as to why you send people to the Cayman Islands. Seems like you are hypothetically rewarding the bad celebs. I must be missing something. Perhaps you can fill us newbies in." Or how about something new altogether to keep it fresh instead of the same place every week? Sending someone to a dungeon or something funnier. I love Aileen's cute voice and giggle. Thanks. Aileen, I'm sorry you're not here. cute voice and giggle is missed. Yeah, we missed it. Okay, here's why we send people to the Cayman Islands for anyone who is new. And basically, if you remember, when Army Hammer had his moment of disgrace, he went to the Cayman Islands and was forced to sell timeshares. So we're not just sending people to the Cayman Islands. It was revealed that post being canceled, he was living in the Cayman Islands and selling selling timeshares, seemingly representing his fall from grace. At like a three-star hotel. Yes. Like that's important. So so yeah, it is. We're not sending bad celebrities to the Caymans for a vacation. We're sending bad celebrities on Delta Comfort Plus. Although I feel like we now don't even want them in that. We want them in basic economy. Last to board. Last to board. Del- yeah. And we're sending them to sell timeshares. Yes. They're working. It's not a vacation. This is not a vacation. So just to be clear, everyone. So thank you to Liz Luna B. Because you have forced us to clarify this for everyone, we're going to send you hypothetically first class to a five-star resort in the Cayman Islands. Yes. As a as a guest, not as someone as who a works guest. there. Not as a staff member. So who will we send this week to the bat to, to go sell timeshare? Do you feel like it should be Lizzo or Ariana Grande? I feel like those were our two. Or, Ariana or Grande Cardi again? B, I guess. Or Cardi B. Can't no, remember. it definitely shouldn't be Cardi B. It should be Lizzo. You think it should be Lizzo? I think it has to be Lizzo. Okay, you were talking a lot of shit about Ariana Grande in the beginning of the episode. I thought it might have been her. Last week was her. No, last her week was Ethan, Ethan Slater. We didn't send okay, her. Okay, fine. Let's send Ariana Grande then because I'm still ready to send her. Okay. I don't feel that um, she's gotten enough flack. punishments. She's, yeah, I think that, I mean, she's definitely gotten some flack, but I don't think she, it's like all clowning on him, but like if she were not a celebrity who would have cheated and gone after a married man, I don't think he would have cheated. Yeah. I don't think this is going to um, end well. Oh, by the way, did you see? I saw reports that um, Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet have broken up after seven months. I don't believe that they were ever really. <laughs> so neither do I. I think they might have yeah. been um, having sex, but that seems like maybe. What else would they be I talking can't even about? I see that. They would be talking about what? Nothing. And they would just be on their phones. Parallel play. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. RIP to that couple. Maybe they'll, they'll hook up with. Um... He should date Ariana Grande. He should. I could see that. That would be, I could see that too. 
I could definitely see now that. Now that she's single sure. again. That's it for this week's At Betches podcast. You can follow me at Jordana Abraham. Follow me at Sammy. And make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. And we'll see you next week on the At Betches podcast. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Picot, Rebecca Sosmacat, and Aliza Zim. Editing by Basilio Perez. Be sure to follow At Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at betches.com. Betches.